Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guide, your insider's guide to all things franchising in the local area. I'm Blake Martin, local small business franchise owner and your Heartland Franchise Guide. This is the place for advocacy, resources, and education on all things franchising in the local area, and a great place for entrepreneurs looking to learn more about the franchising industry. Our guest today, Steve Beagleman, founder and CEO of SMB Franchise Advisors. Thanks for joining us today, Steve. Hi, Blake. Thank you so much for having me. We appreciate you dialing in from the Pennsylvania area today. It's good to have you along for the ride. Happy to be here. So Steve's the founder and CEO of SMB Franchise Advisors, which uh, is a long name for what means he's had a lot of experience in a lot of different things in franchising. And Steve, I got a first question for you. Let's just say it's becoming a more common occurrence for private equity to have a real interest in franchising. Let me just ask you a really honest question. Do you see that as a, as a net positive or something to be concerned about? No, it's, it's been a tremendous positive, I think. Um, and I've seen you know, private equity at all different levels. And there are, you know, smaller private boutique private equity firms that, you know, invest in emerging franchisors early on when, you know, they may have five to, to 30 locations. And then you have the larger private equity firms that get very excited about brands when they get to 75 plus locations uh, and then want to add them to their you know, portfolio companies. Uh, but we've seen it as, as a real big positive so far in all the brands that we've touched and, and helped grow uh, and in franchising in general. And I've talked at several of the, uh, the conferences in regards to private equity and franchising. So I'm a believer in it. I think it's, it's a great value for the franchisees. In a lot of cases, you know, the franchisor sometimes takes it as far as they can, but right. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's a funding issue. They're not willing to go out and, you know, raise another $2 million to, you know, create a, a proprietary POS system for the brand or hire a, a team to go do national accounts, whereas a private equity firm can come in and, and really invest significant capital and bring on a bigger infrastructure to do that or spend the money on the proprietary, you know, POS system or whatever it may be, software system, whatever it may be. So, you know, we've seen some significant value and, you know, sometimes when they do a private equity transaction and it's a portfolio company, the other brands already have the technology in place for some of their other concepts. So oh, so you mean other brands system. that the private equity already owns in franchise? Yeah, exactly. So they may be folding it in with other brands that you know are in home services, and they have a routing system for all the drivers already that you didn't have as a franchisor. So a lot of a lot of the value there is not just for the the franchisor who's selling, but it's for the franchisees. Mm-hmm. Um, who, you know, yes, they were really excited about doing business with the original founder. And that's what, you know, sold them, the founder and the management team. But, you know, the private equity firms help it really grow to the next level. Um, and, and that is pretty exciting. And look, I've seen it both ways. I mean, certainly there, there are some private equity firms that come in and want to change everything about a company. And some people don't like that. You know, I, I've lived through some of that as well myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It's just different. Uh, you know, and, and sometimes it's hard from a cultural standpoint, uh, if you were used to a certain culture and you were there for, you know, 10 or 20 years to change, um, yeah. that being said, uh, you know, typically, typically it ends up being very, very good for a brand. What of all the investments they can make, what, what is, 
what's private equity's interested in franchising? Why why have they become so interested in investing in franchise organizations? Yeah, it's it's typically the model, you know, the model that they love. It's the royalty stream is kind of like an annuity. Um, you know, it just continues. And you know, when you look at franchise brands, um, you know, even after the agreement is up, let's just say it's a 10-year contract, which is the average in franchising, some are 20, some are five, but let's just say the average is 10, which it probably is. Um, even after 10 years, a franchisee can't say, okay, I'm going to take down my sign and call it Steve's Burger Hop. If I was a right. Five Guys or a McDonald's franchisee, I mean, I learned how to make burgers from, you know, McDonald's or university or, you know, or, or Five Guys or Burger King or Wendy's, whoever brand I was a part of. So I can't just take my sign down and operate as an independent. Um, so even if I decide I want to get out of the business uh, and, you know, get out of the burger business, I'm going to renew my franchise agreement and then sell my asset, which now has a new 10 year term on it to a new franchisee. And then I'm going to go move somewhere else and and do something else with my, my life, you know, open a different type of business, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So, um, so in franchising, they, they really love the royalty stream. That's what they're really buying. Um, and believing that they can continue to grow a brand, you know, faster than the franchise or has in a right. lot of cases. Right. And um, so obviously what I'm hearing from you too, is they, they have just as much of a vested interest being the new owners of a franchise system. They have just as much of a vested interest as the original founder in doing whatever it takes to maintain that royalty stream, meaning doing whatever it takes to help their franchisees continue to grow because that's yeah, their annuity. As a matter of fact, in a lot of cases now with private equity, very different than 15 and 20 years ago with private equity, uh, in a lot of cases, they don't ask the founders to 100% exit. The founders still own a piece of the, the new company going forward. It's a minority stake in most cases, not all, but in most, it's a minority stake. So they still own a piece going forward. Sometimes they still have a, a good role in the company, and sometimes it's a fully active role. One of my brands that just did a private equity transaction a couple months ago, um, the founders are still running the whole company. They're the CEO. They're the you know vice president of operations. I mean, they are running day to day of the business. Now, ultimately, they can't make a decision over a certain dollar amount. They can't just you know decide the company's going to go buy a new building or anything like that without talking to the board. But day to day, they're running the company. Yeah. So and they're making those decisions. So so it all depends on on the company, the situation, you know, where the founder is in life and what they want to achieve. Do they want to go kind of relax a little bit? Or do they, you know, want to still grow? And are they, you know, still at the, you know, the age where they want to still build a brand for the next 10 or 15 years? And I think a lot of the private equity firms look at that and then evaluate how they want to kind of do an acquisition or roll it into, you know, other brands that they own. Thank you for that deep dive on uh, the entrance of private equity into the franchising field or the, I should say, the, um, the, the, ex- the expediting of uh, private equities. Continuing entrance, um, it's, a, it's a topic that's been coming up more and more, and it's more and more prevalent, so I really appreciate your expert overview of that. No problem. No problem. Steve, thanks so much. I really appreciate your overview. Good hearing more about your experience and the fact that you've lived in the shoes of the folks that you're helping get into the franchising business. But thank you for joining us from Pennsylvania today, Steve Beagleman, founder and CEO of SMB Franchise Advisors. Oh, you're welcome, Blake. Thanks for having me. Have a great rest of the day. 
You too. Thank you so much. And thanks to all of you for listening to another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guy. We'll see you again here soon on another episode. Have a wonderful day. Ahura Media Production.